This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, everybody. I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. And then you can get started. It's really fun. We just switched over recently here at All Too Real 2. And I'm enjoying it so far. So be sure to check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real Two Podcast. Podcast. Uh, my name is Michael E. Cohen the second, and with me, as always, is my co-host uh, Justin Long. No. Okay. It's... Just Justin Long does have a podcast, though. Oh, he does. Yeah, it's okay. actually it's called Life Is Short with Justin Long. Cool. Get it? Get it, yeah. yeah. I, got, I like that. It's actually a pretty good podcast. He, <laughs> he interviews people. I've been listening to it lately. So shout out to Justin Long. Awesome. I love him. You happen lo- to be hearing this. Um, I love him. Also, later on in this episode, I want to I wanna tell you a dream I once had about Justin Long. It's absolutely insane. Okay. But it's, we, it's, we, it's we, unre- we can do that. It's unrelated to the movie or anything like that, but it's hilarious. We, we, we can definitely okay. talk about that. And, you know, if we need to bring in a therapist or a dream expert, we can. Okay. <laughs> Or if there are any listening and want to help us out, we can do that, True. too. But anyways, uh, today the movie that we are covering for our Direct From Hell series <laughs> is the direct-to-video sequel to the movie Waiting, the 2009 film Still Waiting, dot, dot, dot. Get it? Ellipses. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's what those are that, called. Yeah, dot, are. dot, dot is yep. an ellipses. And that's that's actually how the <laughs> title is, mm-hmm. the, two, the three dots. Okay. Yes. Um. Basically... 
it's a sequel to the movie Waiting, which uh, starred uh, Ryan Reynolds, Justin Long, among other people. Mm-hmm. Louis, Louis Guzman. Yeah, Louis Guzman. He was. He's in this one too. Yes, he is reprising his role. Um, this was directed by Jeff Ballas and written by uh, Rob McKittrick, who uh, also wrote the first one. Rock and roll, hoochie coo. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> the um. Yeah, so, so this movie, um, <clears throat> for for want of a better word, yes, yeah, it, it's it's a movie. Basically, okay, we've got a, a new star to this movie. Our our main focus is uh, John Michael Higgins playing the character of Dennis, mm-hmm. who is the uh, restaurant manager of Shenanigans, the. Uh, restaurant from the first movie it's a different i think it's a different location but still a uh, franchise of shenanigans which is kind of a i don't know like a tgi fridays or uh chilies or something kind of want to be yeah it's like one of those kind of yeah. like family-ish you know restaurants that also caters to like a more you know like sports bar type of you know yeah. whatever basically an all-inclusive type of you know restaurant and uh they uh he he's got the chance to be he lives with his mother by the way mm-hmm. um he's nearing 40 even though the actor is probably sure old. he, he was, was probably older than that. i don't know he's it depends i don't know he's kind of hard to, he's one of those guys you can never he's always looked the same oh really yeah he's like always looked older than he is but he's still yeah even like in the mighty like, wind he, he looked pretty much yeah. the same like yeah he's he's yeah i don't know um He's a great actor, though. I will give him that. Um, the, uh, I don't know. Um, so there's a restaurant right next door. It's kind of a Hooters sort of wannabe called Tata's. Get it? Mm-hmm. Get it? Yeah. They're a little more blatant with the whole, uh, you know, thing. It's. I mean, I, I like the name of some of these restaurants. That's what they're called. Restaurants. Restaurants. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that's an actual uh, term I've I've heard before. Because there's like you know like this, and then there's like uh, like like tilted kilt is one that they kind of have that. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is my favorite of which all. Which I've of them. been to, not because I've wanted to go, but yeah, because I was riding in the car with other people that decided to stop there. I'm I'm not going to wait in the car, you know. So yeah, it's not. I don't. I don't get it. Where was it? It's just like on Monroe Street, like in like near Talmadge. And oh, we we have one locally. Yeah, we have. We oh have, wow, I didn't know we had and, a Twin Peaks. You know, I just don't get it. I mean, it's it's like, uh-huh. and plus to me being like a shy person, it kind of ruins it for me because like they're dressed specifically so that you're supposed to look at them. Yes. But since I'm such like a pseudo gentleman or whatever, I'm like literally like making like total eye contact like the entire time. It's like the only time. How are you doing? Like, like, yes, I I do see that you've got a low cut top. I'm looking at your face right now. Like, you know, it's It's like the only time in your life you actually make eye contact with a woman. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm joking. No, no, no. pretty much. (laughs) That's how I am. Usually. That's pretty true, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so it just, you know, it's like it makes the whole thing uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like um, for, for everyone. I used to, I used to have a. Uh, I've been to you know Hooters several times um, over my life. I used to have a uh, a boss when we were. Uh, I used to restore windows and stuff, and this was my cousin's ex husband, and uh, 
sometimes I would get paid to go eat at Hooters with him. Like, uh, yeah, paid to eat. Yeah, basically, he paid for my lunch, and I was also still on the clock technically, because we would have downtime. Cool. And he'd be like, "Hey, let's just go to Hooters," and I'd be like, "Okay." Like, I I could eat some wings. Like, sure. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I I love jobs like that where you just kind of be very like. You know, loose yeah. about things like that. I mean, it was all cool until he skipped the country with some of my money. Well, there's that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's that part of the looseness as well. Yeah. <laughs> the li- of- li- literally the part where he stole my cousin's uh, motorcycle oh and my. drove off to Canada. Oh, boy. But um, anyways. <laughs> wow. We'll never uh, talk about that again. Start, anyways. Um- <laughs> his own version of Hooters. Yeah. Yes, he was saving up money. Mm-hmm. He's, it's called Mounties. <laughs> Mountain, goddamn! He was, yeah, that's the reason why he was going to Hooters so much. He was like, he was Doing looking research. for like company secrets, yeah, so he could start his own competition. I really want to start a Canadian Hooters now and call it Mounties. Jesus Christ! Uh, oh God! Yeah, Jesus Christ has nothing to do with Mounties. <laughs> no, either kind. Anyways, um, so <sighs> the um, so back to the movie. Um, yeah, there's a restaurant next door called Tatas. And um, one of the uh, guys working at the restaurant named uh, Agnew, of all things, played by uh, Steve Howey, who you may know from the TV show Reba. He's also in Stan Helsing, which is a movie we should probably cover for this sometime. It's a really bad horror parody movie. Oh. Um, I've seen it. Yeah, um, but Steve Howey's actually a funny actor. I like him, but he's kind of a slightly racist, um, bigoted uh asshole and his uh his girlfriend um is starting a job at uh at tatas and uh he doesn't like it that much because he's afraid it's going to lead her into becoming a uh a uh stripper or something which is kind of weird because the way he acts and stuff like that he he would seem to be kind of like the type of boyfriend who wouldn't even care about stuff like that so it's kind of a weird character personality trait to kind of put into him i think a little bit because he yeah because he he's like goes both ways where it's like he's super conservative when it comes to that but then he also has the personality traits of like you're all around douchebag so it's like yeah and he's trying to he's trying he's got this whole thing where he's basically trying to get with every woman as well yeah like everyone at work you know like uh, um uh, i forgot her name shit um not not Naomi. Ah, I can't forget. Ah, oh, shit. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> woman from the first movie. I think she was in the first movie. Oh yeah, uh, the um Natasha. Natasha, because yeah, because yeah, first she's movie... she's only in one scene in the whole movie. Right. Yeah, which uh, is interesting. But that's Vanessa. Oh, that's played... right. She was only in the beginning. right? Yeah, and he basically is. The two of them are basically talking to each other, and then um another character walks in and says, "Okay, we get it. You want to fuck each other." Right. Um, which is weird because like in the first movie, one of the big plot devices was like. Um, basically statutory rape because she was only seventeen. Yeah, and Ryan Ryan Reynolds' character was always trying to get with her, get with her, and she was always like you know teasing them, being flirtatious or whatever. Yeah, that's played by Vanessa Lenges L E N G I E S. Yeah, these movies are bad guys. Yeah, they are. Like, like when it comes to like any of like the issues, like in like just from ten years after this movie mm-hmm. was made. I mean, literally, like there's. <clears throat> 
There's stuff like promoting, like, having sex with drunk and high women to the point yeah. where they're even passed out. And they're like, yeah, there might be a moral quandary. It's like, uh, it's not just a moral quandary. There's a legal quandary as well. Like, yeah. It's not just, like, if you did that, oh, you feel bad about it. Like, no, uh, you actually did a crime and you can actually, like uh, – go to jail and ruin someone's life yeah that and again i know it's like it's a it's a movie it's supposed to be funny blah 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 it's supposed to be raunchy but it's like at the same time it's like there's some like dangerous ideas being promoted even though it's <laughs> joking like but yeah you know. i mean it's probably why we haven't had a third movie called yeah we're still waiting or yeah. something or whatever yeah <laughs> exactly. it's like yeah <laughs> keep on waiting um i don't know yeah, what it would be <laughs> keep on waiting that's gonna that be a great be, that, time yeah that'd be it um <laughs> justin lawn is like the the <laughs> corporate manager of the whole region now or some yeah shit like that but um yeah the, the the girlfriend um allison is played by maggie lawson who you may know from the tv show psych um just wanted to point that out um that these people have done better things yes i just wanted to point out oh, that yeah. you know steve howie was in reba and she was in um <laughs> they've all done better things most, yeah most of the actors <laughs> um yeah so yeah so don't 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 like take him to court for this alone because yeah. there's more to them than this mm-hmm just just wanted to point that out like john michael higgins for example was in the mighty wind which i, I know i keep saying but that's a really good movie if you haven't seen it there's, that's you know, there's still some movie. issues even from that but that's from 2003 so remember it's a 16 year old film yeah but i there's, mean even it's not as bad as this there's not no mm. but i'm saying there, there's a no. there's a bit at the end with like a anti not really anti-transgender but they're kind of poking it's trans fun. comedy they're but i don't even know if it's i think they were kind of poking fun at it I mean, this yeah, is my personal it, it's hard to kind of judge where they were coming from mm. with that it's hard to say okay in my in my personal opinion they were kind of poking fun of it but it, it's it's more about the humor of somebody that wanted to be trans and who happens to have a deep voice like harry Shearer. right well that's, that's which, which is that's humor. the whole point no i know it's like oh you and get I, a guy wants to be a woman and he's yeah, got a voice it's kind i of get like, that but but it, but it, but it's also like almost celebrating the fact that he wants to be a woman at the same time so it's kind of this one it's kind of a weird maybe it's a weird gray area in my opinion I'm but it is very more sensitive yeah. to a lot of these no oh, like, i know these issues lately so it's like I yeah just, and most of us are and i understand that and i, I agree i don't think it's necessary humor actually but i'm just saying at the time i can kind of see that i don't think they were trying to be insensitive i think they were more just trying to make fun of harry shear's character more than anything because <clears throat> sometimes you just got to base it on the situation of the situ- of the situation what did ba- i just say base the situation on the situation yeah okay, yeah. okay anyways <laughs> those are some words to live by folks base yeah. the situation um, on the situation of the situation yeah and i'm not talking mm-hmm. about you know the guy the situation from jersey shore no no you sound like bishop now because he always has like these sage wisdom like that uh you know bishop the dude like who's always like the the po- poison says poison the dude that gave him a 20 dollar tip because he said oh yeah in the, in the movie tip got you um and then yeah, he gives Sh- him a shy mcbride's character yeah, yeah he, yes yeah, his name was bishop in the, oh, okay. in the movie yeah he's the first one yeah he, he's called bishop in this one as well I just wasn't sure if you're. T- I forgot his name, and I was like, "What? Who's Bishop?" Because he's kind of like a philosopher. Yeah, type. that's why they call him Bishop because he's mm-hmm. always got like this, like you know, sage wisdom or whatever. So yeah, there are there are returning you know characters with cameos, like we said, Luis Guzman is back as uh, Radimus, and um, there's a uh, Chris Williams is back as Chuck, who is one of the chefs who in this movie is like fucking with uh one of the characters the whole time so basically what happens next here like so we we he's basically basically what happens okay john michael higgins is living with his mom like i said he needs to raise um 
some money here to uh, to basically save to become possibly become the uh, the district manager of the uh, shenanigans. Um, it, he has to raise have a nine. He has to have a nine thousand dollar day, hmm. which you know I don't know how much restaurants make, so I don't know if that's good or bad. But uh, so tell him that the. So he he tells the crew there so they can work their asses off that the restaurant's going to close huh. if they don't make that $9,000. And so they all think they're going to, you know, lose their jobs basically. So that's the motivation mm-hmm. that he gives them. Yep. And then hilarity ensues. <clears throat> and at the desperation he told a lie mm-hmm. so he can get promoted. Yeah, because he's like you know, scared or whatever, and just wants wants to you know do something. And he and he life. thinks if he gets promoted, each time he gets <clears throat> promoted, that he thinks he'll maybe get a woman. Yeah, that's, or that's, many women or whatever. Yeah, like he like went through this whole thing where he's like, you know, if I I got out of the kitchens, then it became a server, and it's like it's like what like weird. I don't get it. Like, like I can understand like like really big time jobs like ceos millions of dollars whatever there's people that are willing to you know be with someone for money but it's like i got the kitchen to become a server so now i'm gonna have girlfriends what like it's just yeah. a weird logic to that but i mean money does talk somebody's got to explain all the women that were with trump so well yeah i'm just saying i'm saying money sometimes yeah. money talks but yeah but Kitchen money versus server money is not exactly mu- that much of a, no. of a jump. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, it's like it's like in my lifetime where I've had uh, opportunities in certain businesses to become management, and then I find out what management makes, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, just for that yeah, much yeah, la- yeah. more. Like, yeah. yeah, I get a little bit more money, and I get get to get yelled at by the district manager or whatever. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> the so. Anyways, um, what else happens in this movie? It's a it's it's a, it's a very convoluted <laughs> plot. In the my movie, opinion. yeah, it kind of jumps a lot from scene to scene. There's not a lot of continuity into it. I mean, it's not like it's not like Freddy got fingered, which is just completely insane. There's no yeah. rhyme or reason to it. This is a little bit better than that. But <clears throat> he got the guy from the first movie. I forgot his character's name. He was like a really shy guy in the first movie. Like he couldn't even pee in public because he was afraid that other guys would you know check out his junk and you know he had like this phobia of doing that and he was also yeah, really hank played yes. is it hank oh no that's not it never oh, mind sorry i was looking at the wrong character no problem uh maybe it is or maybe that is him some dude just some guy yeah let's see i'm here. gonna call him some guy yes call him some guy until i find out his name <laughs> so some guy uh you know he was really shy he couldn't really oh, talk mason to what's that mason is mason. that right no no no, no. no mason's the the guy with the list right never mind i'm oh. okay um, some guy, he, um, <laughs> he couldn't talk to women and stuff like that. He was always really insecure and he would always like, you know, uh, That's not do the thing that pretty much all women hate, I guess, which I'm not a woman, so I don't know, but he always would ask him, are you mad at me? And that apparently drove them like crazy, but like in the bad way. And, uh, oh, yeah. so now he's like this super whatever, you know, guru or whatever. He's like the, he's like the manager of the tata's um you know chicken wing place right next door and he's like you know the, oh, the kelvin kelvin that's right yeah he's played by rob benedict okay yeah, yeah there we go no uh, he's like the super like you know stereotypical like douchebag dude you know who like 
you know, treats women like crap. And, of course, you know, he gets all kinds of women, which proves that you should treat him like crap. That's another thing in this movie. Pretty much the movie promotes just being an asshole to women. Like, yeah, like the only way you're ever going to get any kind of action at all, like not not just necessarily sex, but just even having in a relationship You've got to treat human beings like garbage. That's a good message, I guess. But um, <clears throat> anyway, so... So that doesn't work? I don't know. Nothing's worked for me, so... <laughs> 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 I, haven't, ever, no, ever, I haven't really tried, so it's not really much... <laughs> Sorry. That's not a really... Oh, God. You know, I'm... I like being alone, kind of. Sort of. Yeah, anyway, I understand. Uh, um, it, it's a wash, you know. Kind of like like um, what was Larry was saying, it's a wash. Mm-hmm. Check out that interview later on some other time. Yes, uh, Larry. Um, Larry Hankin. Yeah, Larry yeah. Hankin. Pretty, pretty, pretty good interview. Pretty we did, cool we did earlier tonight when we're recording this. Um, so it might it might air before this episode. Yeah, probably. So, so you know, who knows? We'll just you know, <laughs> if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure you check that out. Check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I mean it, and then you got like things going on over you know like you said at Tatas with the with um Kelvin and stuff, and he's being a womanizing asshole and. I don't know this movie, man. It's not that good. Plus, there's no. a lot of really dirty humor, and personally, yeah. me, I don't really like dirty not humor. Me either. I mean, some sexual innuendo is okay, but like when people are just being totally explicit, where there's like no, there's like no room for interpretation. I, I don't know. It just ruins it for me. I just, it's kind of the same thing with like, like some lyrics, like for songs, where it's like back in the day, like bands and like artists would like. If they would have like a sexual nature to a song, it would be like coded reference. You still yeah, understood it. But like nowadays, like they literally just say what they're going to do to the yeah. person in the song, and I don't know. It just kind I mean, of music like, goes from "I want to hold your hand" to like "Let's fuck." You know, right, it's like it just um, kind basically of like, it ruins it. Like for yeah. example, I mean, the Who, the Who had a song called like "Mama's Got a Squeeze Box." I mean, and, yeah, you know, they have, you know the lyrics are like in and out, and so it's obviously you know. There's some innuendo going Shit, on. Shit, that's what that song's about? I'm pretty sure it's what it's about. I don't think it was I'm about joking. actual squeeze box. <laughs> pretty sure it wasn't. But, <clears throat> so it's like, obviously, you know, anyone who's like... Wait, are you telling me there's a thing like metaphors in music? Yeah, yeah, there used to be. Wait. Now it's just like total, like, literal, like, you know. But that that's a whole cultural thing of, you know, phones and social media. So now that's a whole, you know, everyone is very robotic and liberal. Not liberal, <laughs> Actually, most people are not. Really. Not not really. Not, no. Unfortunately, <clears throat> I think uh, I think in this movie, I mean, they, they did add some cool characters. Like you know, they got uh, um, Mason, who is like a guy with a lisp who works in the room that is always being fucked with by Chuck, and um, who's played by Chuck is played like I said, played by uh, Charles Williams, Chris Williams. I mean, not Charles, Chris Williams, who is actually the younger brother of Vanessa Williams. The uh, Singer of um, Save the Best for Last. Yeah. Yes. And, <clears throat> and actress, too. An actress on Ugly Betty, among other things. Yeah. So, um, the, um, yeah, and the, and, but Mason was played by Rob uh, Kervochek, who I think is on, like, NCIS now and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's a pretty good actor. He's actually pretty funny. Um, I did, like, Kirk Fox is in this, who plays Hank, who's the bartender. Yeah. And yeah. he wants to be uh he wants to be a singer. He's like, you know, but if you don't know who Kirk Fox is, you you've got to see him. He's like he's a great stand-up comic. He's a great uh he was on he was on Last Comic Standing one season actually too and he's been on uh he's been on like uh Parks and Rec and 
other shows too. So he's you know, he plays a guy from Sanitation on um, Parks and Rec, and I think he's been on pretty much a lot of uh, a lot of sitcoms lately. Like almost any sitcom you see, he he'll pop up from time to time. He was on Community playing um that's right play, playing blade that's right blade yeah who works at the carnival yeah who has a head a head trauma injury that literally makes it so he can't feel embarrassment or something like yeah, that or something, or yeah or something yeah something like that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah his britta's ex-boyfriend that's mm-hmm. a great show too yeah um yeah but i, I like kirk fox so it was, ca- it was, it was kind of cool to see him and then you got like amber played by um Tanya Ramond, um, and she's uh, she's she's been on a lot of things too. You probably don't know her if you saw her. She's really attractive. Anyways, I'm sorry. Did I say that aloud? I'm very attractive. Kind well, of. I'm glad you think that. That's good. Someone has to think it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Self burn. What, what the hell am I doing this for? <laughs> I'm, I'm not even meaning it. I'm just like <laughs> to try to come up with something edgy to say i guess I but yeah it was, it was it was it's a good cast and i mean adam carolla's in it as well as a guy on the on the video who's like a complete like sleazy um pickup artist sort of guy it's just funny like on the video he doesn't even look confident himself it's just hilarious no it's the thing and i think like, I, i'm wondering if that was a choice i think it, it was, was like because yeah. he's all like like he looks at the camera for a second he's like hi <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, and he's he, kind of looking down when he talks. I don't yeah. know if he's reading his lines or if he's just that's you well, know, yeah, because Adam like, Carolla is not really an actor per se. He's more of a comic. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no, because I, I think he was reading his lines because he was saying like that that equals good or, or yeah, or that that equals bad or yeah, whatever you know. Because he was, it was like, actually kind of funny. I thought, but yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the, the the you know pickup artist guru DVD or whatever. And if you're listening, to Adam, I know you do a podcast. If you want to come on ours, go ahead. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt he would because he's got one of the number one podcasts yeah, yeah, in the world. So. But we're just—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if, if yeah. you're listening <laughs> by chance, because we're talking about a movie you were in, maybe you just happen to listen to this, you know. <clears throat> he has a thing where, like, uh, you know, like we're on Google, where if you had like a search thing, yeah, for still waiting. If that pops up, he's like, "Oh, I'm, someone's talking about still waiting." He, he gets a he gets a he gets a notification. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to check this out." And tells him, "Yep, somebody's talking about my my favorite movie that I've ever been in." Right now, he's preparing for his own podcast, and this comes up. He's like, "Uh oh, you know, I got to check this out first. Mm-hmm. So you guys are going to have to wait." And then you know, oh, we got to wait. Yeah, he's still waiting. Yeah, for somebody to talk about still waiting. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> um, Andy uh, Milanakis and. Uh, is is in this movie as well as uh his partner in crime which i'm trying to find the actor's name that they played the kind of like want to be want to be black guys um he's the chubby white guy who wants to be black um in the movie who is that kid he 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 was in the first movie okay and as the same character, obviously, but he was also he used to have his own show on MTV as well. Oh, okay, I remember that. Yeah, he was like actually two- he was he was actually really hot around the time this movie came out. Really, like like with his own TV show and other things. Like maybe maybe more around the time that the first one came out. But it was like he he was like really hot for a minute, and then I don't know what kind of happened to him. I mean, he's probably still around doing things. I don't know. Like let's uh let's see what his uh, IMDb looks like here. It's gonna blow up. He, uh, 
Last thing he did was a movie in 2018 called um, Omega Event. But he, oh, he's been doing um, a voice on the Adventure Time um, oh, animated show, okay. which is pretty pretty well. He's also uh, looks like he's doing a lot of voice work. He was also doing the voice on something called For Future Worm, which is another series. Um, yeah, he's got like he was in the movie Hollow Weed. <laughs> never, never, never heard of that. But I just thought the title was kind of interesting. Yeah, I wonder if um, it's like a. It's probably like a, a stone, drug movie, or, or probably a stoner comedy. I'm assuming. And because uh, he was in waiting as Nick, and he was like a still waiting mm -hmm. as Nick. Let me see here. He was also where? Okay, self stuff. He had a because he had the uh, Andy Milanakis show or live or whatever, um, and then he had. Uh, oh, come on! What else did he have? This is this this is a segment um, called Mike looks at IMDb. It's a new segment for our show. You just read off M IMBD. I am I am uh, DB. Sorry, I am DB. Yeah, it was the a Andy Milanakis. Uh, Milanakis show is what he had on MTV. He, uh, yeah, he's done like, you know, he's, yeah, so he, he's kind of still busy. He's just not, you know, he was kind of a, a big hot thing for like a minute there on MTV. I remember, right. I remember it being like a big thing. Like you turn on cable and it would be like, hey, check out this show. And I never it watched it. It was always it. on. Yeah, I never. Every time I would turn on MTV, <laughs> it would be like episodes of his show being ran. And like, honestly, I never watched it. I, I, I watched, watched it, but it I didn't once. really pay attention to it i just yeah. kind of had it on it was weird it was like weird comedy but that was like you know that was like when that was first starting mm -hmm. to become like mainstream i mean that, that was that was just post-punked and uh and jackass and shit like that so it was you know the, the whole thing that started with like the tom green show and then it kind of just morphed into all that shit yeah it reminds me the tom green um there's mm -hmm. an episode of um Fucker. anyways uh no, sorry an episode of arrested <laughs> development where uh uh, he's talking to um, Michael's talking to um, George Michael about yeah. like you know remember back when you know when you were younger you used to you know stay up late to like you know work on taxes with me or something like that it's like oh yeah I, I think I actually was just I was trying to use that as an excuse so I could stay up to watch Tom Green's show and then Michael <laughs> goes yeah I, I, I don't really know the new guys <laughs> the new guys that show like 20 years old <laughs> that's funny yeah um yeah, Tom Green. Good yep. guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. If you want to come on the show, Tom, and, you know. Do you remember Mike? <laughs> Do you remember him? But, um, you know what? If, if you want to come on the show, Tom, there's one requirement. I'm going to have a camera on you, and it's going to record you in video, okay? I'm not bitter. No. 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 No bitterness. No. Just total. There, 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 there was never a situation in my life where. I was working for a radio station, and uh, my job was to video guests on the morning show, and um, one of them happened to be Tom Green, who refused to let me put him on video. That never happened. No. Actually, it fucking did. Okay, anyway, so... Hey, Mike, um, That's okay. It was like, what, five years ago? Five, like five six, six, seven, seven ten. Eight, I don't know, whatever. No, it wasn't but, yeah. ten years ago. No, it wasn't uh -oh. quite that long ago, but... I'll, I'll get past it, Matt. Okay, that's cool. I go to therapy. I'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have, I have hurdles too that I can't really quite get over, so it's all right. Yes, it's okay. 
I have hurdles too. They they always get in my way. They're in the middle of my living yeah, room. Yeah, no, I don't know why you got on there. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard to get rid of those. <laughs> it's kind of hard to step over. I was training for the Olympics. Oh, okay, in your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, um, do you want to take a break, Matt? Sure. Yeah, we'll take a break, and we'll, we're going to talk more about still waiting. We're gonna. Sorry, we got to make you wait. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll be right back. Hey, folks, this is uh, Michael E. Cullen II um, from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast Super. called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what, what do we do, Matt? We, we watch biopics and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we. It's a lot we, more exciting than that, though. Yeah, so, 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 so we. We analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah, they're spelled differently, yeah. folks. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great, great, uh, great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and uh, A Futile and Stupid Gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and uh, we're going to cover a lot more. So uh, please uh, subscribe on. Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too too real. Bye-bye. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed those ads. I did. I did too, Matt. Which ad? Who knows? I enjoyed that one. I you know which one? I am sort of certain that's the one. By the way, did you guys know that Saturn is not really a planet but that um <clears throat> these 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 space beings called reptilians they're not actually like reptiles like like you know you know them like a lizard they're they're like more of like a humanoid reptile-ish, you know, space creatures. And they, like, use the planet Saturn to, like, shoot, like, energy rays at Earth full of, like, negative energy. And then that that's, like, what causes, like, people to, like, become angry and, like, lash out at other people. And that's, like, and eventually that boils over and it that, like, causes, like, conflicts, like, in families and then even in neighborhoods and eventually cities, states, countries, and then world wars, you know, over time. And that, you know, the only way to fight these reptilians, um, though, is to, like, shoot your own positive energy rays at them. Because you can't see if you get angry and fight them, then, then you're just making their, their energy rays stronger. So that, like, that, like, fuels them. So, like, so they keep winning because if we keep fighting, they're just going to get stronger. So we got to, like, we got we to gotta fight them by not fighting them. It's like, it's kind of like almost a Zen type of thing. So, like, we have to, like... <laughs> Sorry, it's the wrong podcast. Welcome back to All Two. Is this true? With Matt. (laughs) I think that's going to be our new conspiracy theory podcast. It's called All Two. Is this true? It's got got me just like looking really serious and you've got your head cocked. Like, is this true? (laughs) Yes. Please, let's do that. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to do, like, a conspiracy theory where you're just, like, really skeptical. Like, like the this, whole time, I'm is just this like... Is really true? <laughs> 
Yes. One, one of the episodes you're just telling me stuff that's scientifically completely proven, and the whole time I'm like, it's just yeah. true. No. Now, when you put bread into a toaster, it comes out as toast. I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> so, truth be told, was that that woman uh, when it's all when all is said and done, it makes good toast about about the satanic toaster. Oh yeah. Like, why why do you keep this possessed toaster? And she's it like, well, when I, when all is said and done, it makes good toast. Like the best line ever. Like, oh man, that's funny. So, uh, so how's this movie end, Matt? This like, movie what, ends. How's it resolve itself? Okay, so this movie's bad, guys. That's, that's it, why we're not really talking yeah, about it's, it. It's one of these. It's one of these movies that's just there. Like I could probably put this on in the background while I'm cleaning my apartment and not really giving a shit about what's on the TV. There are times where I do put something on the TV while I'm cleaning my apartment, and then my apartment remains dirty because you're watching it. Yeah, and I've got these hurdles in the way all the right, time. Right, I'm, so, I'm, I'm not sure why you had those. Like that's, that's for me and like two broke girls. I play Mario Kart, and I I put on two broke girls. I'm not even kidding. I do that. That is the show I put on when I want to feel stupid. Okay, because I, I I have it on where I'm just sort of barely watching them banter, and I go, oh, that, go that's back to that's the- that's the one sitcom besides the other one that I like to talk yeah. about that I do not get why it was ever put on television right but we can't talk about that too much anymore because yeah but that's uh, okay but 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 two broke girls i will talk about but what if we get the interview one of them i'm sorry i I don't know their names i'm not i I, I mean i I will tell you this i don't know the blonde haired woman's name but she's in that new show she's in that new show with with cedric Cedric the entertainer and and max greenberg yes um neighbors or whatever um Uh, yeah, I think it's called no or it's neighborhood, called, neighborhood, or yeah, something, something like that. Not, Whatever yeah. it is, it's a good show. Yeah. I've yeah. seen an episode, and um, <laughs> hey, an an episode. It only takes one episode. Yeah, though, if you like yeah. The show or not. And um, but but I I do know Kat Dennings, the other. That's right, Kat Dennings. Yeah, she is beautiful, and I would have her on this podcast in a minute. Yes. She's a beautiful person, and, she, and she, she's a really good actress. Yeah, I just didn't get that show. No, well, she probably and, took it for and, and the speaking, money. And, and speaking of Mighty Wind. Um, what's her face is in that show too? Um, oh yeah, um, 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 um Stifler's um, mom. Sorry, I, yeah, um, I, I only. It's not by by the way, guys. It's not like yeah. a, a, it's not like a gender thing here. It's I only know like super big time mm-hmm. actors' names like yes. Robin Williams, George Clooney. I, if if like if it's like any below like the top top tier. I'm probably not going to know their name, so it's not it's not like it's, me. It's, it's, it's Jennifer not, Coolidge. Is okay, name. Jennifer Coolidge. Yes, yeah. I. I I knew that. I just had to double check on it. Honestly, I just looked it up because right. I forgot. I was like Coolidge, and I couldn't remember Jennifer for some stupid and reason. She actually uses the same accent that she used in the Mighty Wind. Or for it's very show. similar, similar yeah. Not- and and she, she's good too. I just don't get that show. I don't get it. It's money. It's, it's it's. And that's not a bad thing. It's like they probably need. No, no, no. I, I'm like, fine. No, yeah. I I completely understand why. Everyone is on that show. I understand their choice of being on the show. Mm. I just don't get the choice of anyone to watch the show. Right. Because it lasted six seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Full seasons. Like and AP ep- Bio gets canceled after two 13-episode se- yeah, seasons. exactly. Not even a full, uh, you know, roster. Yeah. Oh, well. And I'm going to fight to the death oh, for AP Bio. Man. I hope that... Best show yeah. on TV <clears throat> in the last few years. I actually honestly. reactivated my Twitter account just so I could start... Tweeting, yeah, because I haven't used it since like 2008 or some shit. I I, I started, I started, I, I I very rarely tweet. I'll do it to like, you know, tweet out episodes of the show and stuff like that. But 
pretty much if you look at my Twitter account lately, and who knows, by the time this airs, it might be <laughs> null and void, and maybe they will have saved the show. Right. But if you look at my Twitter account, um, it's pretty much save AP Bio like constantly, and then me writing little diatribes about why you should save it, and then tagging people on the show and then getting excited when they like my tweet right like yeah i was like yay Patton oswalt like my tweet right. or you know or whatever or dan, dan decker the, or the actor no not no, he has yet to like any of my well tweets, maybe he will but he might he you might. know yes well dan decker's busy yeah. i mean he's got he's got to catch popcorn in his mouth yeah. he's got to read you know jack's um mm-hmm. you know manifesto you know into a podcast but, i mean shout out to miguel who plays uh plays eduardo he's a great guy oh yeah yes i i, I like yeah. him he, he liked my he, he liked my uh mm-hmm. i my uh facebook comment wow. about the show so he went over to facebook man yeah he, he's he's friends with me on facebook That's now awesome. too See, so so when I'm a young saying. when a young person goes on facebook yes that means that they really are serious about like um getting in touch with their fans because Let's face it, Facebook has become pretty much adult book at this point for the most part. Yes. Anytime adults get onto a social media platform, the kids are like, eh. That, you know, that's so the, <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, to bring it back to Still Waiting, it's funny in the in, in the movie, because this was a movie from 10 years ago, um, Kirk Fox's character of the of Hank is talking about how he's got his music on 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 uh, MySpace, right, and MySpace. there's like there's like he says I have somebody uh, do a hack so anytime you click on things it plays my music on it's, MySpace. It's like, like, what the the like, what? <laughs> like that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> good old MySpace, man. Yeah. I miss MySpace. I do too. <clears throat> I, I yeah, that whole format, something about it. Uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, um. All right, so we're gonna speed through the speed through the to the end of the movie, like and what happened, and then okay. we yeah. So the end of the movie is after all the razzing, all of the you know questioning their lives, you know what they're doing with their lives, and if they can do better. Um, the uh, John Michael Higgins does not meet the quota. They make seven seventy two hundred dollars instead of nine thousand. Yeah, so like eighteen hundred short. So he pays the. Well, he said he. I don't know if he actually did, but he no. Claimed, he just I think, so. I think he just said that because they were never going to lose their. That's jobs. right. They were never going to lose their jobs. Like the, the store was never going to close. He he just lied to them, but then he told them that he paid the difference, and then um, I forgot who who was it. That invited them to the party afterwards, or the get together afterwards. Oh, it was the uh, redheaded oh, woman. What was her name though? I, um, Lindsay, not Lindsay. Was it? Uh, was let me it see here. Julie. Um, no, it wasn't Julie. Papa. Um, I don't know. What was her name? I'm trying uh, to remember. Lily. Nah, I'm just making up names now. Um, <laughs> Chloe. Is it uh, Edith? Jennifer. <laughs> Mario. Wait. <laughs> no, no. Um, Daisy. <laughs> Princess Peach. <laughs> oh, uh, now I'm just gonna do um, video game characters. Was uh, it Haley? Metroid. What was her name? In was Metroid? it Haley? No, I don't know if it was Haley. Let me see I don't here. know. What? Well, she she invited him to go yeah. to, to the bar to where the guy was gonna play in his band afterwards. Yeah. Um, and he's not too bad of a singer. He's not great, but he was okay. No. He was kind of. He was trying. He was trying to do like a David Bowie kind of, uh, you know, vocalization <laughs> a little bit. The band wasn't that bad, but um. Anyway, so he, he he was all day. He was like researching that DVD of how to be an asshole to women. And, yeah, like, they had all these ridiculous, <clears throat> like telltale signs of of, of why who, of of who what woman would sleep with you, basically. right? Like so, basically, like one was like a tattoo, like a bunch of religious stuff, like four crosses. Yeah, that she she was down hated her stepdaddy, but yeah, yeah. 
And another one was like something to do with like love tattooed on their leg or something and had a drinking and drug problem. And then so, you know, he sees someone, he sees a tattoo, he sees someone drinking. And the tattoo said like love Nana or something. I love Nana. And then so you see, you know, because you only see like the back of her head drinking. Then she's smoking like a, a bowl of weed. And then so he goes up to her, oh, lo and behold, it's Naomi, you know, the, the really crass, like, yeah. woman who just really hates Played by job, uh, like Alana Ubach. <clears throat> and she actually is, like, one of, the, like, the saving graces of both the, of the movies, really. Is she in the first movie, too? Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, okay, because I, I, it's, been, it's been ages. I mean, it's probably been about ten years since I've seen the first movie. Yeah, she, so. she pretty much plays, like, this very, very bitter. Yeah. She just, she really hates this job, but... She's she funny. Has to has to do it. And then, um, she, you know, she gets completely wasted and, and um, high. Which, you know, um, you know, from the very limited experience I have, again, this is going to be part of the all too, all too, um... <sighs> We wheel. I can't. Nah, whatever. Wait, um, wait, the, is, is, is this about drugs? Yeah, or is all it? too drug. No, no all too all too weed. Nah, that's stupid. no. It's it's got a rhyme. It's got a rhyme. Yeah, all too mm, all too drug deal. <laughs> what? All too drug deal? No, no that's stupid. No, no, um, it's got to be <clears throat> all too. Yeah. <clears throat> whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but, with my very limited experience here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my my non expertise here. Um, Expert Matthew Haas pick, is now pick, speaking. Pick one about. or the other, <laughs> one or the other. Alcohol or drugs or weed? Because mixing them, I don't I don't know what it does. I don't know. I don't really see mm-hmm. why why you why, would why do. people would want to do it because they both cancel each other out. So you're just wasting both. But I don't know. I, guess, I don't know. I guess some people think it makes them seem cool or whatever. But um. Again, very limited experience, but um, I, I really don't think mixing them is a good idea. I mean, I just don't see the point. Anyway, so that's just my little weird soapbox yeah. here for the person who's done weed like three times in his entire life. But so <clears throat> I had a contact high once. Yeah, you like you got a headache from it. And one time, oh no, I had a contact high two twice. I should say the one time at a at, at a Leonard Skinner show, I got a migraine. Yeah, you- and then the other time was at a Spin Doctors concert. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Was your head spinning? No, that that was that was a crazy one. That was the one where uh, I, I I was crazy and I was I was doing cartwheels in the in, in in the grass near the place and all this other stuff. I got really high. I wow. think. Yeah, I got a nice little contact buzz at that you one. You were doing cartwheels because because I didn't even understand what uh what my friend Amber was saying the whole time we were there. She just kept saying three, two, one, contact. And she just kept saying that to me, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking she about?" She was like warning you. Basically? She was basically just trying to tell me that I had a contact buzz. Yeah, if it, if it gets into your any of your yeah, um, like mouth or nose, uh-huh. and then it gets into your but bloodstream like, at that concert. Like everybody around us was smoking pot, so yeah, so, so you're yeah, pretty much yeah, like forced to. It was an outdoor concert, like in yeah. at um, you know, down at a party in the park sort of thing, and uh, it was crazy. Um, yeah, it was also the time where uh, the lead singer that got in trouble because he slept with an underage woman at the show at but, that very show. Yeah, Whoa. who I knew. Wow, what dude from Spin Doctors? Yeah, the lead singer. So there was like a—I didn't hear about that. It, it was this was back in the nineties, so there was, it was no like, like article written about it or anything. I mean, I'm sure it was in the news back then, but it's kind of like <laughs> been brushed under the. I mean, this was before the whole like Me Too movement and all that shit. So how how like, old was she? In, she was in high school. Like, what? Like, what was she? Like seventeen? Or was she even younger than that? 
probably about I was I was like a senior and she was younger than me, so and I was like eighteen. And he was like what in his fucking forties at that time? Probably like thirties or something, twenties or thirties, oh something God. like that. Yeah. I don't never so, remember that. Yeah, it was kind of mm-hmm. a big thing. And I mean I, I don't wanna this is allegedly I okay. don't remember all of the details of this, so I'm just saying this. So if you're listening, lead singer of the Spin Doctors, I don't know your name, but um I still love your music and I have uh Nothing but respect for your music and um, the one it, song I've heard of them. And yeah. I'm kidding. My yeah. brother had the tape. It was actually yeah, good, I used to too. And um, you yeah, know, I but um, but the thing is, this is all alleged. I don't know if it all happened. It might, oh. it might, I might be remembering things wrong. I just want to make sure that I am not stating this you're, as a fact. You're legally, you're getting, I'm legally yeah. obligated yeah. to say that I do not know if this happened okay. for sure. But I do believe he was arrested. Anyways, okay. um, <laughs> could have been part of the contact thing. Maybe, maybe yeah. you totally. Maybe I remember this you all wrong. that whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. but um, anyway, so that was a long. Okay, so a Justin Long. That was a Justin Long time ago. Yeah. So <laughs> he he goes out to talk to her. She's completely shit faced. Yeah, stoned. Yeah, and th- this was after. Oh yeah, we forgot the whole thing where Justin Long had a nice little cameo in the movie where he's the big like corporate guy for the company. Yeah, of, of the of the restaurants, and uh, he uh, he was great in this. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was funny because he's reprising his role from the other one, where he was basically just a waiter in the other one. But now he's like, <laughs> he's he's become a he's become a porn, an internet porn, and uh, an oxycotton um, addict. Addict. Yeah, no, like he's oh my god, he's so depressing in this, but like sarcastic too, and like, yeah, like yeah, because he like he's like yeah, like you know you 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 ever heard of internet porn? Like he's asking the bartender, <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like yeah, well I and I I try to jump out a window. I broke my ankle and I, I have, I have like a little bit of like a, a, a head injury, a head injury, but it's not like, it's not like, you know, to the point he's like, and I got addicted to, um, what, uh, um, you ever heard of Coxie? <laughs> Like, and like the bartender funny. just like getting more depressed by the minute. Like, like I'm not gonna make it ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. But anyways, they, um, Dennis, uh, the character that uh, the Higgins plays in this movie, ends up sleeping with uh, sleeping with Naomi, yeah. and they, we assume, live happily ever after together. No, I don't know. She wakes up. <laughs> Like all freaked out, like like oh that like that's your dick and that's my pussy or whatever, like, like or whatever. you know yeah. like so, because yeah. you know he um he raped her uh, technically, um but we're gonna just gloss over that apparently and um because she was because she does then consent. Well, after yeah, when she's sober, sober, but still it doesn't it still doesn't change the fact that anyway again I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying a, that's a, their logic. This is a ten year old movie that was raunchy. Even for its time, yeah. Which you know, things are even raunchier now. Mm-hmm. So this was, I mean, sorry, this movie would be considered raunchy even for today's standards. Yeah. So that that tells you something about. And they don't the, really make movies like this anymore. No, I, I, real raunchy. I mean, they do some, but it's I'm not good. Like, I'm glad actually. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this just seemed to be like this was kind of the end of that era. Yeah. Around then, you know, like your whole American Pies and your, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. But I mean, American Pie was nowhere near as raunchy as this. No, not, not <laughs> even close. Um, oh, can I tell you the Justin Long dream? Yes. Or do you um, want to do reviews first? What do oh, you no, no, go, go ahead and um, do uh, I don't know, why don't we, uh, take let's, let's take another break right. and then we'll come back with some, uh, some Justin Long dreams and reviews okay. <laughs> right after this. Hi, folks, this is Michael E. Cullen II from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted? Yes. Damn it. 
Okay, anyways, um, folks, uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do, you're really going to like the Super Story podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it. Uh, sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we don't. Um, just depends on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter... Then you should definitely check this out, or I might get sad. And when I get sad, it gets pretty sad. Yeah, so I can't deal with him when he's sad. Yeah, no one can really. So um, yeah. So, so check out a uh, Super Story podcast right here, where you get this podcast, Super Story podcast. Step one: dramatic introduction. I am Magus Elgar. Magus that lore Elgar is one of the more respected casters in all of Hearth. The dragon bone plate in my skull probably needs its focus enchantment aligned. Though don't expect to go under his tutelage unscathed. Well, you know what they say. Pretension can turn intention into the best retention. Nobody says that. No, not really. You can hear Magus Elgar and his exciting adventures. Visit MagusElgar.com to download your copy today. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed those ads, folks. I know I did. How about you, Matthew? How <clears throat> we're doing ASMR right now? Yes. Okay. I I thought the ads were very sensual and like calming and relaxing. Just kind of want to fall to sleep too, very, very gracefully. You're listening to all too. Shh. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, so <laughs> that didn't rhyme. But anyways, we're gonna go with uh okay, so um so Justin Long, Matt, um mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, me too. You dream about him. I I well I did I had one dream about him. One dream. It was not okay. a good dream. It was not a good it was a dream. Terrible dream. So 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 let's try to analyze this dream you had okay. about Justin Long. What happened in it? This dream that came I don't know, it was it was a long it was like at least nine years ago. Um, I had just watched the movie where him and a bunch of friends started their own university, like a fake college. Uh, accepted. Accepted. And I like, love that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. And um, so I had a dream where, like, I was doing that same thing with, like, a group of my friends. But, like, these were friends that were only dream friends. Like, they weren't friends I knew in real life. They were just, in, you know, dream. Yes. And then Justin Long, not the not the character from the movie, but Justin Long himself... The actor, the actor Justin showed Long. up to the college that we had started because there was like I guess a bunch of big protests going on from people because they were gonna like shut down the school or something yeah. like that, just like in the movie. Okay, but there's so I have no idea. I think I was like just I don't know if I took like some Benadryl that night or, or some kind of like um, sleeping thing or whatever, but um, it gets really bad. So. So Justin Long shows up and like there's like this like you remember, like remember that like parking lot like at UT it's like really high up there like somewhere I forgot which parking lot it is but it's like it's all concrete and it's like you pretty much drive all the way up like like these kind of like at the movie theater at the mall or it's you, like a it's like a parking garage or is it yeah it's like it's like a yeah it's like I think it's like the only parking garage they have okay. remember that thing yeah okay well it was basically like looked like this but it was like it was like placed like 
in the middle of some open field for some reason. So I'm not sure why they would put a park. But anyway, so mm-hmm. it like there's like this huge crowd like surrounding it. So like Justin Long and me and my friends are running up there, and there's like this like really big like body like like um builder dude who's like hoisting like a man above his shoulders and it, and it turns out that it's Justin Lawn's father. Not 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 the character's father, Justin Lawn, the actor's father. Okay. And then the guy throws him off the the top of the of the parking garage. kills him. And he's like and the guy, the, like the bodybuilder, is like lifting him up, like, like almost like he's lifting like a thousand pounds, even though the guy only looks like he weighed like 150. And like, so I'm like, that's kind of weird that you know, a guy yeah, with huge muscles is struggling to like lift lift, up. lift 150 anyway, pound guy. Maybe, maybe the yeah. guy was like squirming a whole bunch, so he's like losing yeah. his balance. You know, these bodybuilder types they don't really have great balance, but um, you know, because well, because it's all top heavy. There's allegedly, like, you know, well, I'm allegedly. joking. I don't know. I don't I'm know just any, joking. I don't know anything about <laughs> athleticism. So, and uh, so and he he throws him to his death. And like, like there's like there was like this really like like intense music like being played in the background like orchestral like dun dun dun, dun and he just kills him, and so that was my Justin Laundry. <laughs> His dad had a lawn fall from the um the uh, um parking garage that was in the middle of a field that does not exist at UT anywhere. Okay, so <laughs> all right, what what I I. I, I I personally don't know how to analyze that. <laughs> I don't think anyone could. Were you in college at the time when this happened? No, I wasn't. Okay. This was like, I've been out of school for like good six, seven years. Okay. After this. So I, I said, I saw the movie though. Like I said, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking as the movie influenced you. Oh, I'm sure you, you had some Benadryl and, um, I'm thinking that, um, it means you're in love with Justin Long. Could be. I'm joking. No, <laughs> no. Um, I, I I think what we should do is actually leave this up to our fans. Oh God! Any of you out there listening to this, if you would like to attempt to analyze Matt's dream about Justin Long, please. Um, if you want it to be private, you can email me, and I'll get it to Matt. My my email address is Mike at CullenPark dot com. Yeah. That's C-U-L-L-E-N-P-A-R-K dot com. I think I've still yet to even make my own email address because I'm lazy. Yeah, so... I might have one. I don't even know. Do yeah. I have one? I think I might have one you, you, for you, Ed Cullen Park. I, I don't know. I don't think we have one yet for you on Cullen Park. I never so. made it, right? I don't... Because, honestly, I don't know how to add any right now, so... What's that? I don't know how to add any right now. I don't think that was the reason, though. I thought it was yeah. because I never made one. Yeah, because I think we could have a while ago, but I don't know how to yeah, do it anymore. because I never did it back then. So, so that's my fault. See, I, yeah. I ruined the opportunity for myself. But, but it's okay. So, um, <laughs> but but still, you can email me, Mike at CullenPark.com. And then... And I'll, I'll pass it along to Matt to let him know the dream. We'll, we'll read it on a future episode, you know, maybe another episode where we talk about a Justin Long movie or oh, something. okay. And then I'll pass the dream on to Tony Generous. Which you may have known no, from, from another Super podcast. Story podcast, yeah. Yeah. Or, and, and hey, maybe we'll, maybe we'll even, if we get it all figured out, email Justin oh Long. Oh my God, I would love that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll send all the information to Justin Long and see what he thinks. Speaking of Justin Long, um, this is a little trivia from IMDb. Despite making a cameo appearance, Justin Long expressed his dislike of the film to critic Peter Travers. So, just letting you know. Also, somebody, uh, Mega64 co-founder Rocco um, Bodhi. Okay. Regarded the film to be his all-time favorite film. He owns the most collection of DVDs and Blu-ray copies of Still Waiting. 
and is reportedly the number one fan of the film. Um, I don't know if that's something I'd brag about. That's weird. Yeah. So um, let's uh, look at some uh, reviews of the film. All right. These are from uh, the Internet Movie Database. Um, I'm going to read a 10 out of 10 star review here by Grumpy Ass. Who posted this on? <laughs> this is totally not planned. Because this happened before on Valentine's Day, two thousand and nine. Christ, what is with? I'm telling you, there's there's a theme <laughs> going on here where all these movies are being reviewed around holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween. It's like uh, my my theory is that like they're like at family's house and they're like Bo- I want to bored out of their fucking mind like watching these weird movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like one of the two two uh, movies on the shelf at uh, Aunt Sharon's house, and you're yeah. just like, hey, let me. Okay, my news. If Aunt Sharon had still waiting, that'd be kind of weird. But <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I mean, if she had something like Beethoven's Fourth, it would make sense. Yeah. But the um, anyways, uh, okay. Um, this the the the, the headline for this is one of the direct to video sequels. This is definitely a must see. Okay. Okay. I am one of those people that hate. I mean, absolutely hate direct to DVD sequels or movies in general. D- okay. Does that mean like direct? Oh, oh, probably direct to DVD movies in general. Because maybe you just hate movies in general, then you probably shouldn't watch them. Anyways, um, <laughs> they they always lack the talent or effort put into them. Well, if you enjoyed waiting, you will definitely enjoy this. This movie was a not was nonstop laughs. It brings back the majority of the original cast. Not really. Um, some of, <laughs> some with uh, just special appearances. Oh, I guess so. Um, I didn't even <clears throat> know it was made until I seen it out to watch. <laughs> Fuck you when you've seen it. Anyways, um, I'm definitely going to uh, pick this one up for my collection. The only thing I missed was Ryan. Reynolds' character, Anna Ferris's character, Anna Ferris, and the guy they were training, who is uh, sweet in bones. Yeah, that dude. Oh yeah, um, yeah, um, that's uh, John Francis Daly. Freaks and geeks. Yes, love that show. Um, even if you are skeptical about seeing this, at least give it a shot. You shouldn't be disappointed. Oh my god, really? I don't agree. I don't either. <laughs> So I mean, there were some laughs here and there, but um, let's read a read a one star review. Yes, bring on the hate. Yes, this is from Matherell, M A T H E R L, from March ninth of two thousand nine. That's not a holiday that I'm aware of. No. Okay. Anyways, um, one out of ten, awful. Truly horrible movie. Um, loved the original. Yes, the first one was full of toilet humor, but it was laugh out loud funny. I, <clears throat> I really rated Ryan Reynolds in waiting. He's almost like a new Chevy Chase. It's kind of true. Um, still, still waiting. Like a young Chevy Chase, in a way. Um, still waiting is one very nasty, even little racist movie that's true it has no redeeming qualities i barely raised a smile the whole way through please don't waste your life on this muck 
it's even tarnished my memory of waiting. No wonder this went straight to DVD. Um, potential funny scenes were rushed um, through without expanding the scene. It seems like a very lazy attempt to cash in from the fans of the first. It felt very low budget, as some have said already. Even felt like a porn movie acting. Avoid. Capital A-V-O-I-D with an exclamation point after that. Okay, so I think that's it for right now on the reviews. Um, last things, last things last. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> would you recommend this movie to anyone, Matt? Even fans of the first movie? No, not really. And that's just me because, like I said, <clears throat> I just don't really, I don't like raunchy sexual humor. Mm. It, it just. It, it's and there was racial that, humor too, that, which was weird. Yeah, there's a lot of racism in the movie, and again, part of that was to like show how bitter this character was. Yeah, because he was pretty much just like a really bitter guy. Yeah, the like the, he, the character that Steve Howe was playing, and it's just like yeah, like he hated, like he just he was not a happy person, and he was. And like, his name was Agnew. I wonder if that was any kind of like reference to Spiro Agnew. I don't know. Who, I'm not sure who is Spiro Agnew was uh, Nixon's first vice president. I doubt it. I don't know. I, I, I'm just. I, I'm pretty sure. I've never heard the word Agnew besides this. It's, so. Yeah, it's a pretty unique name, but mm-hmm. I, I doubt that they were going. For, like, <laughs> that like they a very smart that. political humor. Well, there was though because that, that yeah. Tata's because because there's funny yeah. because like um, it, when they when they had downtime at um, shenanigans, they're just talking about you know raunchy. Sex about women's bullshit. breasts and stuff. And they're like, I wonder what the the you know the girls at Tatas talk about when they have downtime. And they're like having like this like really like like intellectual political discussion about like Middle East Middle foreign East policy and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so just uh, that was kind of you know that was yeah. kind of cool. But but yeah. other than that, then this movie just no. I just did not like it. It it, it had its moments. That were funny here and there, and I like the cast. Don't, don't don't get me wrong; I think they were all good. It was just lacking something that the first one did have. I mean, it was there was more. There was a bit of a heart to the first movie, I think, if I remember correctly. But I don't remember much of it, honestly. But I remember liking it. But yeah, the raunchy humor and the shock for shock value. It's like I don't know. It's like it's like listening to one of those stupid stupid shock jock morning radio shows, oh, but put into a more into a movie form. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's one of those things that just thinks they're funny, even though I think we do that, too, from time to time. So, um, but that's OK. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, so I wouldn't recommend it either. Um, sorry, guys. Sorry. But for now, I guess uh, we're done with this episode. This is a long one. Anyways, um, we hardly talked. About I know we movie. hardly talked about the movie and I hope that's OK for you <laughs> I, folks. Here, let me speed you up really quick. All right. I'm, I'm going to do like a speed run here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So um, <clears throat> the the dude who was like really like cool with women now, he, he's got all nervous again because a guy was checking out his junk when he was peeing. Yes. So now he's back to his old self of like, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? And then all the women are like, Ugh, you know, so they leave him. So now he's back to where he belongs. Justin Long's character is addicted to internet pornography and Oxycontin, and he is intentionally destroying the spirit of the bartender. He he told himself himself that he's doing it yes. just to piss him off and make him regret his life decisions. And uh, and then um, the John Michael Higgins uh, character um, is being inter- not being not interviewed, but he's being um, what's the word like uh, evaluated by Justin Long's character. Yeah, and the um, and and David Koechner. I didn't even mention David Koechner. Oh. 
He's in the movie. I forgot Who's about him. Kim- I'm, I'm, that, that, that's sorry. the that's the guy, the bald balding okay, guy. Yeah. That yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy from uh, from everything, from, from mm-hmm. Anchorman, and yeah, yeah. and you know, yeah, sorry. and he's one of the funniest people on the face of the planet. He See, he's but, back in the movie too. Yeah, but yeah, I totally forgot. Well, because like I said, this movie, so, the, the pacing yeah, is so messed so up. Weird. So weird. because you, you you skip <laughs> like you skip a beat, and then you're on to the next scene. Yeah. So so he yeah he's the one that's like. Really, kind of like pushing him to make nine thousand yeah. dollars in one day, and then Justin Long's character his—he's actually the boss now or superior of of the that character because he was he was the boss he was the manager in the first movie, yeah. And then Justin Long's character was the waiter, and now because because there's this funny scene where he's like, "I need some like money, like yeah, like twenty dollars." <laughs> I will tell you, watch if you, if you, if you want to. What just find the Justin Long scene? Yeah, those are two scenes from the two or three scenes from the movie. Watch those because Justin Long is great. I, yeah, like, he, he, I I love him in everything. So it's just you know, even in Matt's dreams, I love him in Matt's dreams. Matt's, especially well, in Matt's, in Matt's dreams, he was pretty terrified. But yeah, but still, he's, he was great though. Did he do a job, good job acting in the dream? He was oh, yeah. he was like a dramatic actor. In yeah, so, I mean, he saw his good. dad being thrown off the parking garage. <laughs> so, so you know, and, uh, but yeah, he's like so sarcastic in this in this movie. Like he's like he's literally just like taking like a 50 he's like why, why don't you just make it a 50 just round round up yes <laughs> from a 20 probably to buy more oxycontin i'm guessing or yeah. internet porn but oh boy. oh boy so anyways uh <clears throat> yeah hopefully we'll have uh something better to talk about next time yeah. um hope you all have a good evening day morning yeah um middle of the afternoon whatever it is that you're listening to this wonderful podcast and um Bye for now. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now